You know, how many of you have had to renew your driver's license? Ever so often, that comes around. How many of you have had to go to the tag office and uh, renew your license tags on your car? You know. So I want to talk to you today about renewing something else. Renewing our attitudes. Here's a little test to see if it's time to renew your attitude. Is your glass half empty or half full? The Mayo Clinic staff person said this, how you answer this age old question may reflect your outlook on life, your attitude toward yourself, whether you're optimistic or pessimistic, and it may even affect your health. You know, we all have to deal with our thoughts and our attitudes every day. You realize that? You know, it's like brushing your teeth. You're supposed to brush your teeth every day, right? Dealing with our attitudes is something that we do on a daily basis. You know, as you're growing up or as a parent, have you ever had to tell your kids or have you heard your mom or dad say, hey, bud, change your attitude? Anybody been there but me? <laughs> I, got, I got a few people with me. You know, sometimes it's that way in our Christian life. If we want to have the best that God has for us, we got to keep proper attitudes. You know, in the business world, if you're working in the business world, uh, your attitude can uh, determine whether you even get a, 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 a raise or a promotion or not. Especially if you're working in, in commercial sales, you know, uh, how your attitude toward the customers many times will either result in a sale or no sale. Come on now. Hello. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4, 22 through 24, and I'm going to read it from the NLT. Throw off your old sinful nature, your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Now 22 says, throw off the old sinful nature and form a way of life or attitudes. 24 mentions putting on the new nature, but 23 says, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. You know, our challenge is uh, to have our attitudes 
in line with God's word. In order to do that, our thinking has to be in line with God's word. In order for our thinking and our attitudes to be in line with God's word, we have to constantly study the word of God. You know, let's look at some other translations here. The, the, not, the, not the New Living, but the Living Bible that came out, the original. You know, like we got, a, we got a, an Amplified and then you got the Amplified Classic. That's the first one. But it says here in the Living Bible, it says, now your attitudes and thoughts must all be con- consistently changing for the better. The New International Version says, be made new in the attitude of your mind. The Amplified Version, and be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. These verses are talking about our attitude. And too often, whether we win or lose, or succeed or fail, or survive and die. It depends on our attitude. Victor Frankl, whose family was arrested and imprisoned, they were Jewish family, in the Nazi concentration camps. His mother, father, brother, and pregnant wife were all killed in the camps. He spent the next three years in various camps. And later in a book, Man's Search for Meaning, he said this, the last of the human freedoms to choose choose one attitudes in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. I think he's qualified to make that statement. What he is saying, even though he was in a terrible situation, he had to keep a positive outlook, a positive attitude in order to make it through. You know, Hugh Downs, an American radio and television broadcaster said, a happy person is not a person with a certain set of circumstances but rather a person with a certain set of attitudes. That's interesting. You know, nobody knows who said it, but uh, I've heard this saying, maybe you have too, growl all day and you'll feel dog tired at night. (laughs) Dennis Waitley, a motivational speaker and author said, your attitude is either the lock or the key to the door to success. As Christians, we must develop a certain set of biblical attitudes. God wants our attitude to be transformed by the word of God. Philippians 2.5, let's go there real quickly. Philippians 2.5. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Oh, that's, (laughs) I'm reading that from NLT. That's a pretty tough statement right there. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Then 1 Peter 
3, 8. Finally, all of you should be of one mind. Sympathize with each other. Love each other as brothers and sisters. Be tenderhearted and keep a humble attitude. You know, there's some people... I, I, I don't know what they say it anymore, but when I, when I was in college and stuff, they said, man, he's got an attitude. That was usually somebody that thought more highly of themselves than they should. Hello, anybody know what I'm talking about? I got a few people know what I'm talking about. I believe these verses are telling us to develop <clears throat> a certain set of attitudes that reflect God and how God acts and thinks, how God looks at other people. He looks at them all the same. They're no different. They're his children. No matter what their ethnic background, color, or anything else, he looks at them all the same. Our attitude as Christians should be looking at all people the same way. God loves humanity. We don't have to love what people do. We don't have to love what people say, but we must love all people. God is love, right? Do you know that's an attitude? We don't think about it, but you stop for just a minute and, and, and analyze it. It is. You can choose to have an attitude of love or an attitude of, well, I don't care about them. Hello. You know, our attitude reflects how much of God's promises from this word that we're allowing happen in our life. We may be praying and say, Lord, do this. Lord, help me here, Lord. But because of our attitude, he can't. Come on. Oh, getting quiet in here now because I'm walking heavy. <laughs> our attitudes allow God to work freely in our lives. Too many Christian people live their life with wrong attitudes and their attitude doesn't show Christ. I didn't say they weren't born again. I didn't say they was doing anything wrong. But they are not receiving everything that they should be receiving from God because of their attitude. You ever, you ever heard somebody and listen at them talk for a minute and you realize that they just had an attitude of a survival attitude instead of an attitude, I don't care what's going on, my God can supply all of my needs. You ever talk to somebody, listen at them talk for a minute, uh, I can't ever do anything right. I always mess up. 
They have, that's, an, that's a failure attitude. Instead of having an attitude, a winning attitude, I can do all things through Christ. Hello, anybody get what I'm talking about this morning? You know, there's some people have a negative attitude instead of a possibility attitude. Well, I don't see how that could happen. I just don't, I just don't understand. Well, I do. Bible says, if it's impossible with man, it's possible with God. So my attitude is a possibility attitude. Hello. Many of these people that you hear talking like that, I've done it through the years. I've been around a while and been in the ministry 65 years myself. I've been in it all my life. I was born in it one Sunday and then church the next. But uh, I've seen these people with these attitudes and you begin to analyze it and it all comes down They have these attitudes because they have yet renewed their mind to the reality of who they are in Christ. It all comes back to that. Who you are in Christ. Everything hinges on that. Whether you're a victim or a victor, it depends on your attitude. You know, Zig Ziglar, a motivational speaker back, uh, what, back in the 70s, I guess, he was, he said this, the important and decisive factor in life is not what happens to us, but the attitude we take toward what happens. We're all going to have stuff happen, but what is our attitude toward that going to be? Changing your attitude and renewing your attitude takes constantly repeating hearing the word of God. Now, you know, William James, American historian and psychologist said, the greatest discovery of my generation is that Human beings can alter their lives by altering altering their attitude. Man, that's a good statement right there. You know, our attitude will determine some things for us. Isaiah 119, the New English translation. If you have a willing attitude and obey... Then you will again eat the good crops of the land. A willing attitude and obey, Isaiah 119. That's the, that's the New English translation. There are certain conditions to experiencing the good things of God. Willing attitude and obedience. Do you realize you can obey something without a willing attitude? Many of you in your work, you have obeyed because you're not going to lose your job if you don't, but you did it unwillingly. Hello. A lot of people 
obey what God has told them, but they're doing it with an unwilling attitude. Okay, God, I'm doing it. I read my Bible today, God. I prayed today, God. Well, whatever. <laughs> when my dad first went out on the field and we were having some, we were having quite a, we did there for a while, had quite a bit of financial problems. And dad was praying and he told, he told the Lord, he said, listen, I'm, man, we, we're, we, I'm under the barrel, not at the bottom of the barrel. And I'm doing what you told me to do. And the Lord told him, yeah, but you're not willing. When he got willing, things began to change. Our attitude determines how much we allow God to work in our life. This, Zig Ziglar said this in his, in his book, See You at the Top. A study by the Harvard University reveals, now listen to this, this is really good, that 85% of the reasons for success, accomplishments, and promotion was because of their attitude. Only 15% because of their technical expertise. That is a tremendous statement. 85% of the reasons for accomplishments, promotions, success was attitude. The other 15% was what they knew technically. I don't know about you, but it's a... It's hard to work with somebody that, that don't have a, a willing attitude. I'd rather work with somebody that don't have the technical expertise because they're usually willing to run, learn. Somebody that has the techni er, technical expertise, <coughs> they, don't, they, they don't think you know anything anyway, so they're not willing to listen to anything you have to say. Hello. You know, as we begin to look at this, positive attitude or negative attitude, a positive attitude of faith, a negative attitude of unbelief separated the children of Israel and two of the older generation. In fact, God said in Numbers 14, 24, he said here, he said, but my servant Caleb has a different attitude than the others. The whole story is he's saying, okay, you guys with this bad attitude, this unbelieving attitude, you're not going to promise land, but Caleb, got a, he got a different attitude. He's got an attitude of faith. Come on. Having an attitude of faith opens the door for the good life. And everybody wants a good life. Everybody wants John 10, 10. Have life and have it more abundantly. But you know what? You got to have the right attitude. 
An attitude in line with the Word of God. An attitude that says what the Word of God says when everything else is saying it, it can't happen. Come on. Look at 2 Corinthians 4.13 in the Johnson paraphrase. We have the same attitude of faith possessed by one of our past leaders who said, I believe, so I declare it. We also believe and state what that means to us. An attitude of faith is necessary if you're going to be victorious over all the situations that come to our life. Some people think because you get in Become born again, begun in Christ, you begin believing God and get in faith, that they're never going to have any more trouble. Well, that's not so. Because as long as you're in this world, you're going to have difficulties because the God of this world, not your God, but the God of this world, St. Corinthians 4 says that the devil is the God of this world. And he's going to see to it that everything in this world comes your direction to get your attitude off of the attitude that God wants you to have. Because when you maintain that attitude of faith, then all the promises of God are yours. Hello. Now, look at this. It depends on your attitude of faith of what happens when things start coming your way. Some people, at the least bit of trouble that shows up, they become fearful. Instead of having the attitude, I've not been given a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. Come on now. They've not... Been a, they can't resist because they haven't developed the attitude of faith, really believing that God's words works. You know, as you begin to look at this, attitude of faith is two things. Believing the word and speaking the word. When you really believe something, your attitude is different. Your countenance is different. Now I'm gonna take it to the sports arena because I think it's a good idea. You can be on the sideline with some of your teammates and you're saying, hey, come on, we, we got this, we can do this. And they're sitting there and they got a long face, oh, I just don't know how we can do it. That's two different attitudes. And you know what? There is no, in fact, there is no use of putting that, that guy in the ball game. Because he's not going to produce. Because his attitude is already an attitude, we can't do it, we're going to lose. I don't know, I guess, maybe I'm different from other people, but... 
I never stepped on a basketball court. Uh, softball, I, I started playing fast, men's fast pitch softball when I was 16 and played it till they didn't have it no more. And then I started playing slow pitch. But uh, if you haven't played men's fast pitch, it is, it's, it's a tough game. I can tell you that right now. Somebody said, oh, well, they're just throwing the ball underhanded. Yeah. If he's a good, if he has a good fastball, it comes in there at a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> but you know what? I never stepped on a field. I never stepped on a track with uh, my attitude was always, I'm the best there is and nobody can beat me. And I gave it 110%. I mean, I give it all I had. That's the way I live my life because my dad drilled it into me. Son, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing right or don't do it at all. That's what I do. When I speak from this platform, I give it everything I've got. Somebody said, well, it wasn't very much. Well, it was all I have for that day. <laughs> we must continue to realize that the attitude of faith is never silent. It speaks with its mouth, but it also speaks with its facial expressions, with what we call body language. Have you ever talked to somebody and they were, they were agreeing with you, but you could tell by the tone of their voice and by their body language that, that when they walked away, they're still going to do it the other way. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I don't have no water up here. Uh, you know, through the years, that's all right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, through the years, Lynette and I have, we've, we've, we've gone through some difficult situations you have too but I always maintain that attitude <clears throat> I will not be defeated and I will not quit come on today I want to I've just tried to encourage you to hang on to that strong attitude of faith and there's other attitudes that we need to have. The attitude of love. I could go down a big list of stuff of attitudes that the word of God talks to us about having the right attitude. Hello. So I just want to encourage you. Keep your, keep your attitude renewed by the word of God. <coughs> Father. I've just talked to these people for a few moments to remind them of something that they've heard and talked about, maybe from a different direction. And that is that we must maintain the attitudes from the word of God that we're supposed to have. Father, help each one of us to realize that our attitude either brings us the blessings of the word or shuts the door for them to come to us. Help us all to understand that in Jesus' name.
Amen and amen and amen. Today, if you happen to be in this place and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I want you to know him. You need to change your attitude toward Christ. If you're here and you need to rededicate your life, I want to pray with you. Could I see your hand so I can pray with you? I don't know who you are. I can't pray for you if I don't know who you are. Anywhere in the building. Anybody. You need Jesus. You need to rededicate your life. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody stand just a minute, please. Let's make a confession of faith. Say this with me. Heavenly Father, this day I vow to keep the attitudes of the Bible in my life, especially the attitude of faith and the attitude of love. Because faith works by love. So with those two attitudes, the attitude of faith and the attitude of love, every promise in the book is mine. And I believe they will come to pass in my life. Thank you for it. Put your hands up and praise God right now.